0: Hi, this is Ian Anderson from Jethro Tull. This is Jonathan Pye. This is Nigel Plainer. I'm Tess Ilyas. Hi, this is Frank Turner, and you are listening to Stuart Stuart Pink. Stuart Pink. Stuart Pink. Stuart Pink. Stuart Pink on Phoenix FM. Hello, and welcome to what used to be my highlights podcast, uh, featuring the best bits of Stuart Pig on Felix FM. It's been a while, isn't it? It has been a while, I'll give you that. <laughs> Sorry for the quiet spell. Uh, there's been a few issues behind the scenes of this little podcast. Basically, to cut a very long and boring story short, uh, you can listen to all my shows in full. On the Phoenix FM website, if you go to phoenixfm.com, but I had to stop the highlights podcast because of uh, some musical legal issues, shall we say? I know that sounds uh, like some kind of Taylor Swift versus <laughs> Scooter Braun courtroom drama, but it's it's really not that exciting to be honest with you. Phoenix FM uh, obviously has the rights to play music because quite often we have the people who write the music who make the music create it coming in on the show to talk about their music so clearly they don't mind us playing it but the uh faceless but certainly not fearless keepers of the podcast suddenly began removing podcasts with any music in them so uh it's a bit off isn't it i don't know when that bloke off a of footloose ...who hated music and dancing... Uh, ...became in charge of podcasts... ...I don't know... ...I don't know who put him there... ...but he's there... ...and we can't play... ...any music... ...on this podcast... ...anymore... ...which is... ...a bit of a bummer... ...really... ...to be honest with you... ...but there we are... Uh, ...so there will be... ...little inserts... ...of... Uh, ...musical persuasion... ...should we say... ...little little jingles... ...to enhance the atmosphere... ...of the podcast... Uh, ...but no actual music... ...so if you think you hear music... ...it's not music... ...right... That's good. I'm glad we're on the same page. So, given the uh, impossible and challenging task of turning this little highlights podcast of a music-based radio show into something worth listening to without any music, uh, I'm not going to lie, it was a bit of a challenge, so it's been a little while, but I've come up with a plan. Every week on Phoenix FM, on the 123 show, just after 1pm or every Friday afternoon, I do a little poem uh, and I share it on the radio. Something that, during the week, has caught my eye or captured my imagination. A little witty-ditty, I like to call them. And uh, I thought I'd start sharing them every week on this podcast. So, from now on, this isn't the Highlights podcast. I hereby, henceforth, by the power vested in me by my own ego uh i'm renaming this podcast stuart pink on phoenix fm brackets the poetry podcast just like that done there we go that was easy if only everything was renamed in such fast easy fashion that (laughs) we wouldn't have to tear down statues and throw them in water in bristol anyway moving on uh you know what they say with great power comes great responsibility, and with great content comes great podcasts. So that's why you can hear all my radio shows in full at phoenixfm.com. You can hear all the guest interviews on a separate podcast called Now You're Talking. You can hear film reviews on another podcast called Film Reviews and Movie News. And now you can hear a poem every week right here on this podcast, Stuart Pink on phoenixfm.com the poetry podcast right that's the admin out of the way let's get on with it shall we Oh, did you hear music then? I didn't hear music then. No, I don't know what they're on about. You're listening to Stuart Pink on Phoenix FM, the poetry podcast. The very first edition of the poetry podcast. And this week, uh, I thought I'd share one of my favourite creations of recent times. Uh, I wrote a little poem a little while ago, about three, two, three weeks ago, uh, about a guy in France. It was inspired by a news story I saw uh, of this 80-year-old bloke. In France, he was sat down to eat his dinner uh, and he was so enraged by the fact that this fly kept coming around. He hated flies uh, that he went after it, proper went for it, lost it and went after this fly. And it ended with devastating consequences. You would be amazed how quickly this escalated and how much trouble he ended up in. Uh, But we've all been there. I hate flies. And if you've ever been sitting down eating dinner with my mum and a fly comes in the window... You want to take cover. Uh, She just loses it. It's hilarious. Uh, So, (laughs) I wrote this poem about this guy, 80-year-old bloke in France, uh, and I called it War of the Flies. And it goes like this. At the end of last week, something really quite rare happened to a man in France. He was 80 years old with a head full of hair. Until this unfortunate circumstance he was sat at the table eating his tea with a glass of his favourite red wine for a moment it seemed he was living the dream and having a jolly good time living alone in his countryside home the man was mostly content but there was one little pest that he did detest he'd learned to truly resent it was a commonplace foe that you already know and you'll surely agree with him why he really did hate at an alarming rate a dinner destroyed by a fly. It had happened before and so he had swore to always be one step in front. No more would his meat be lost in defeat to a fly that had dived at his lunch. But we'll never know why a bluebottle fly charged at his dinner that day. It was never discovered in the wreckage recovered of the man's delicious souffle. It had buzzed at his face, all over his plate, and it filled him with rage on the spot. He jumped from his seat, straight to his feet, and headed for the dreaded fly swat. With a current so strong he couldn't go wrong, as soon as the swat touched the fly, he knew for certain it would go for a burton and surely the damn thing would die. Without a twitch he flicked the switch, electricity started to flow. He began to swat rather a lot, as fast as his little wrists would go. He was swinging his bat this way and that, tracing and chasing the fly, locked in a game that drove him insane, reaching low and high. Then. When he missed him, it flew into the kitchen and he followed it into the room. But there was something amiss. He could hear a hiss, followed by a massive kaboom! When he woke up, at last, after the blast, he thought he was dreaming. Alas! Then he remembered. His kitchen dismembered that he'd just changed his cooker to gas. So next time you're eating and thinking of cheating in the battle of fly against man, remember this story in all of its glory and use a tea towel instead if you can.